Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. In today's episode, we'll read the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 26. First, let's recap what happened in the last episode. We saw Allison wake up after her terrible fall from the motorbike. She's alone on that isolated island and without a cell phone, and it seems she might be hurt. But remember the note Allison left for her aunts? She told them not to worry if they didn't hear from her for a few days. Now we'll find out if Allison's aunts are worried about her or not. We'll read for about seven minutes. Here we go. Loren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 3, Scene 26. Macy rinsed the ceramic bowls they'd used for lunch and stacked them in the kitchen sink. Best to let those soak before adding them to the dishwasher. She stepped around Louise, who had sprawled across the middle of the kitchen floor again. There was no sense in trying to get the dog to move, though. Louise never did anything she didn't want to. Macy glanced at the kitchen table where Melia was dropping food bits on the floor again and pointed, Look, Louise, free crumbs! but the dog was asleep or, more likely, aware of and ignoring her. Macy was tackling the crumbs around the toaster when Shasta walked in. Macy gaped at her. Shasta, what on earth have you done to your hair? Unicorn colors. You ought to try it sometime, Mace. Macy scrutinized the pink, green, purple, and yellow colors blending through Shasta's short hair. Your head looks like a pom-pom. Thanks. Shasta skipped to the table and joined Melia. Macy turned back to the dishes. Oh, to be the woman who could color her hair any old which way just because it might be fun. She lifted the heavy pot she'd used to make eggplant parmigiana and perched it on the edge of the sink. Allison didn't like eggplant, and Shasta had suggested that while Allison wasn't around, they make the most of their time. Make the most of their time, as if Allison was the warden and they were criminals on the lam. Caretakers of the house, that's what they were. Just because the homeowner wasn't present didn't mean they could get away with... She dropped the heavy pot. It just slipped out of her hand. The ceramic bowls in the sink were crushed to smithereens. She turned off the water and poked through the rubble. How many dishes had they lost this time? Your ferocity again. Shasta was at her side. Macy whirled to face her. If you make one more comment about my ferocity, I'm going to dunk that colorful head of yours into this greasy pot. Macy! Melia's eyes were wide. Louise had scrambled to her side. Macy looked at Melia. Today her sister wore a coral-colored cardigan over a white cotton blouse. Polyester pants had probably been chosen to match the cardigan, but didn't. Melia's hand was halfway to her mouth with a half-eaten oatmeal raisin cookie. Macy softened. I wouldn't really dunk her head, Melia. Eyeing Shasta, she added, even if it does look like a pom-pom. Shasta snorted, twirled back to the table, and sat next to Melia. Macy returned her attention to the dishes in the sink. She picked out the broken pieces and tossed them in the garbage. She wiped the splinters and tossed them, too. Just for once, it'd be fun to be irresponsible again. 
take off whenever she wanted to, dye her hair whatever color she wanted to, drink whatever she wanted to, just for once. How come you're all a flutter, Macy? Melia asked. Someone's got to keep this house from going to pot. She was all shaky inside again, and it wasn't just worry about Allison having gone away. It was the way Allison had left. A note scribbled on scrap paper, one corner tucked under a plate on the kitchen counter, before the sun was even up, like she couldn't get away fast enough. It'd be no surprise if Allison was tired of them already. Look how much they disrupted her life. Did Allison regret asking them to live with her? Oh, if only she could ask Allison. Right now, she should have asked before. Knowing how Allison felt would be better than all this wondering, all this worrying, all this rereading and refolding the note in her pocket, searching for assurance that wasn't there. Maybe we ought to email her or call her just to check in. Check in? With who? Shasta frowned. Allison, our niece, the one who lets us live with her? Oh, I'm sure Allison would think that's the bee's knees, Mace. She finally gets away, and there you are, still bugging her. She hasn't even been gone for 24 hours, and already you want to send the Mounties after her. Take a chill pill, Mace. Melia squinted. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police do water rescues? Macy sighed. It doesn't matter if they do or not, Melia, because we're not in Canada. Melia finished a bite of cookie. We're close to Canada, though. Maybe Allison took her boat over there. You think she left us for another country? Macy nearly dropped the pot again. She wiped her hands on a dish towel and followed Shasta to the door. Where are you going? Out. And you do know you don't have to wash all those by hand. They've improved on dishwashers since the Dark Ages. The service door slammed behind Shasta. Melia stood and collected the dirty dishes. Do you want these in the sink or the dishwasher, Macy? Straight into the dishwasher, I guess. Melia loaded the dishwasher, wiped the table, and pulled on another layer of clothing. Macy stepped close to straighten the chin loop of her sister's wide-brimmed hat. And where are you off to? To make videos on the beach. Want to come along, Louise? The dog padded out behind her. Macy returned to the kitchen sink and eyed the greasy pot. She picked it up and squinted at the tiny print on the bottom. Dishwasher safe. But would the pot get clean enough for spick and span Allison? Well, why not live on the wild side? Macy threw the pot in and started the cycle. From her little bed in the corner, Lokita stood and stretched. Macy kneeled to pet the dog. When Lokita leaned into her hand, Macy scooped her up for a cuddle. Ah, down went her blood pressure. What was that ditty Allison liked to sing to Lokita? Little Lokita, right here with me, aren't you sweet? Right here with me. Or something like that. Such a cute little song. Allison had given her a funny look the last time Macy called it a ditty, though. So there was another question to ask her niece. Allison, do you call them ditties or something else? There were lots of questions she'd like to ask her niece. Allison, what do you enjoy about songwriting? How did you get started? Why is it so important to you? How can we help you reach your dream? Why hadn't she asked Allison any of those questions? She'd been so intent on taking care of the house, and let's be honest, mostly wrecking it, she'd overlooked taking care of her niece. Didn't she love her niece more than anything in this world? Didn't she love her niece and her sisters like her very own life? So there it was again, that feeling of being mostly annoyed with herself. 
We just read from the Wren Island series, part three, scene 26. And oh dear, Aunt Macy is breaking things again and feeling annoyed with her sisters and annoyed with herself. But aren't dogs wonderful? So often they give us comfort when we need it most, and I love seeing Macy interact with little Lokita. Macy's even singing one of Allison's ditties. I mean, one of Allison's songs. Readers influenced much of Part 3. In fact, readers directly influenced how Allison got rescued. But I'm getting ahead of myself. In the next episode, we'll check in with Amelia. We'll find out if Amelia is worried about Allison. And we'll find out if anyone is worried about Amelia. Because maybe, just maybe, someone ought to worry about her. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. Right away, you'll receive the most recent ebook version of the Rent Island series and You'll be the first to hear about new developments in the story and opportunities to influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.